Weekend Rental episode 122. We are your gaming and geek culture podcast. As always, my name is Ryan and I'm joined by Andy. Hey. And Biff. What's up, guys? As always, if you enjoy our content, head on over to geekade.com where you're going to find podcasts on video games, music, movies, comics, and so much more. Geekade.com, what's your geek? New episode, another week. So much has happened, and we've probably already forgotten it all. Um, but I thought I'd start the things off with uh, just a quick note tied into kind of a heavy, understandable tone of our last podcast, which happened to be World Affairs. Uh, have either of you kept up with what's been going on on social media as far as like Twitter and the retro gaming community? I'm going to sound really, really sad. I don't. I don't have any of that stuff, so yeah, no yeah. idea. No. So I just want to touch on this. We don't need to dwell on it. <clears throat> I'm not a fan of quote unquote cancel culture, but I just want, I think this group and our audience to be a little bit of aware. Uh, if you followed like ever drives and all of that, you're probably aware that I think it's Cricks or yeah, Cricks. He's uh his business is based out of Ukraine. He's a Ukrainian gentleman. If you've ever ordered from him directly, that's where things ship from. You can find his products all over the internet from different sites. Uh, He kind of chronicled his journey out of a war zone with his family um, only to have his post about a week ago of him and his family arriving safely in Spain to be footnoted and jumped on by his competitor who creates the Terra onion uh, mods um, pointing out the fact that he was basically drumming up pity from a uh, existing war to try and drive people to his business. And that in not so many words, he'd only been able to successfully escape and gain a greed card because he had been, avoiding international tax laws as a result of operating out of Ukraine. Uh, Terra onion also had um, discord conversations that were also then brought to light by other people and put on Twitter later apologized for having offended people where people on Twitter pointed out that maybe the apology shouldn't be towards people as much as it should be towards having said the things to begin with. Um, too soon way too soon <laughs> yeah i mean we don't have to spend a lot of time on it and we don't need I, I again cancel culture is not a thing what i want our podcast and our listeners to understand is that in everything in life for the most part there is choice um put the money towards the people that seem to act ethically and responsibly even in a ethical gray area of gaming, right? Emulation is somewhat reasonable, (laughs) um, but, uh, called curating. Yeah. We're a very small community. Um, and I think the people that are aware of those two factions, um, and devices on the market, um, put, put your money where you think it, it, it belongs and support those people who, 
align with your beliefs. And I think this is a perfect case of it's pretty clear. Like I, it was pretty disgusting to be honest. Yeah. I mean, especially when like his business has been uprooted at this point now too. So it's not like he's able to really scale up and take advantage of any, any advance, you know, like visibility he's had on his stuff at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, they're both, in the retro community, they're both offering premium products that function well. Um, you know, one has been established longer than the other, but they both are around many years and they both employ people. So beyond just the scope of what's currently happening to those each individuals, um, you know, there's other people involved in those companies. So support the companies that are going to, you know, meet your needs without being... I think the thing that struck me was like, I'm not a fan of competition dogging on competition in the best of times and certainly taking a jab when I think the rest of the world outside of this individual deemed it appropriate to do it or inappropriate to do it was just kind of shocking. So there's that. Yeah, it's not not good. Yeah, not good. So again, I'm not beating drums. I'm not canceling anybody. I just want people to be aware that happened. And let's move on to something a little more positive, but as disgusting, I watched a movie. Oh yeah. A jackass movie. Oh Oh, no. (laughs) Jackass forever. Has anybody else watched this yet? I haven't yet. Okay. Is there other ones? Well, there's a few others. There's like two and three and one. Uh, so Biff's like, I, yeah, RV, no idea. Oh, sorry. Yeah. But there's Robin Andy Williams in these. No, sadly. Dang it. Okay. But Andy, you're up to date on Jack Astom, I'm, yeah, I'm assuming. I, I don't know if I've seen the third one, but I have mm. seen the first two. But Okay. Here's what I'm going to say. They're f- it's funny. I laughed a lot. And here's what I'm also going to say is that where everything else in the jackass world was like, it was kind of inappropriate. Right. And there was some nudity (laughs) and genitalia. I'm going to say between Dick, I would say, okay, if we're just talking penises, male penises, this movie is 50%. What other ones uh, as a percentage of the whole of the film. Uh, penis is 50% of this movie. If you factor in scrotums, I'm going to say 65% of this movie is Dick and scrotum. That is an alarming amount of male genitalia for the sake of humor. And I don't know if it's because they just were going for broke or if they ran out of ideas. Uh, it was a lot. I saw a lot of, for, I saw more Dick in that movie than I've seen in the last year. And we're talking to an individual who is a male and has a dick. I don't think I've paid that much attention to my own penis and looked at it as much <laughs> as I've seen dicks in Jackass forever in the like 90 minute runtime. It's wow. That's, that's a, that's kind of a crazy turn. I mean, they always had that stuff, but to, to that extent. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Huh. Do you think it's just cause they, don't want to get into the things that could have like bigger injuries when you're that old, like more debilitating injuries. So they were more safe. 
you know, that's true. Cause as you bring that up, like they brought in like a new cast, like the new class to kind of hand it off to. There wasn't a lot of like genital stuff in their parts. So you bring up a good point. Like maybe it was just easier to like mutilate your genitalia versus like break a hip, you know? So that could very well be. Um, I will say that they doubled down Well, I quadrupled down on like one of the worst parts from uh, some of the other Jackass movies. And that is like semen of farm animals. Uh, They really went at it in a bit for this movie. And it was the same situation where I couldn't watch. In fact, I had to fast forward. Just, I can't do that without throwing up. So that's, that's the thing. Yeah. But the opening, you know, so you know how all the Jackass movies have like an intro, like cinematic sequence. It's like big explosion. Like here's the cast, blah, blah, blah. It opens up with a 10 plus minute Godzilla attacking the city scene. That is just a painted scrotum and wiener with a little cap on it. Huh. Uh, so right from the get go, you're beat over the head with a dick. It's huh. a lot. It's a lot of dick. That's what kind of movies you watch. Yeah, I still recommend watching this. It's hilarious. When it's hilarious, you just have to get used to the fact that you're going to be looking at penises a lot. I have never seen. Is this a movie, TV show or both? You know, Both. considering we're like virtually the same age, I feel sad having to explain this to you. But I, started out as TV, turned into movies. Yes, I, I, I never seen. I one. completely understand it though, because if you got any sort of light touch on the the gag reflex, it's uh, this movie. Yeah. These movies aren't for any for you. And by the time the TV show came out, you lived adjacent to the city that I did, which meant that you didn't have MTV as an option unless you had rich parents who had. Direct TV at the time, which was like $300 a month. So mm. here's what we're going to do, Biff. We're going to pull out the old projector and set that screen up in the backyard. You're going to come over next Emily week. movie time. Uh, well, we're going to call it bro movie time because there's nothing weirder than two guys watching a bunch of dicks on a screen in someone's backyard. <laughs> and we're going to, we're going to report on that before the next episode. Oh my gosh. You might, you might get called in from the street if anybody sees that. Oh, that's true. But yeah, I better make sure the angle is not. Because yeah. yes, I don't want to be a registered sex offender. Are we talking about the penises, the angle, or what are we talking about? <laughs> well, oh, the I mean, projector. I think, the angle, I think the angle of the penises is important, and also oh, the projector. Yeah. And the projector. Roger that. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. I will say I was a little shocked. I thought I knew what I was going into, and like. <sighs> admittedly I had my kids in the room and I was like, you guys are going to like this. You're going to be like a bunch of dumb stunts. And then immediately like this thing comes on screen. I was like, Nope. Over like cover your eyes, cover your eyes. I'm like shepherding kids out of the room and like pausing it. And I was like, no, that was, and I thought that'd be the worst of it, but it wasn't. Hmm. It's like a recurring thing. Every five minutes, there's a new one or the same one. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was always more into the more creative, like, stunts that they did and on top of that the ones that were they were just doing weird shit out in public you know yeah and there's some of that here too yeah for sure just 150 percent more wiener. <laughs> huh. yeah. 
And speaking of changes to formulas, something happened in Fortnite. There's a is formula 50, recall. Is, it, is that what you want to talk about? Is it 50% about? more wiener? Yep. So you're going to see a lot more of that in Fortnite. Big changes, big changes happening. Uh, no, actually, Fortnite's, you know me, I, I jump in when there's a new season and then I kind of fall off because my son gets pretty excited about it. That's the one game that we play together. And so obviously new Fortnite season came out on Sunday. And um, so you're getting new, I guess, a new battle pass. So new characters, a lot of just different weapons and all of those things. There wasn't a huge map change, which was kind of surprising. Typically, you'll see a real big map adjustment and none of that was happening. Um, So the storyline continues. I can't believe there's even a story to Fortnite, but there is. And one of the biggest changes that I noticed right off the bat is what makes Fortnite no longer exist. Building is completely gone and it is straight up battling. And so I actually got pretty excited about that, even though, (laughs) even though that like completely breaks the foundation of what makes Fortnite Fortnite. Yeah. It it makes it more complicated. Because no, it makes it no, it makes it Apex Legends is what well, it yes, makes it. But what I'm saying though is the map and building design is still designed for building. And so sure. my son died on the top of a roof, and I'm like, how am I how do you even get up there? I I don't even know how to get up there. And there is a climbing ability now, a sprinting ability a sliding ability, all of those things, but they really are focusing on the battling, which is just so interesting. And when you've been playing Fortnite for a long time, you're used to someone shooting at me, build a wall really quick and run away. And so there's many times I'm just pushing the button and this icon pops up like no building, no building, no building. And uh, so I'm wondering if we're going to see kind of those hardcore Fortnite people drop off and be like, well, this isn't what it used to be. I really believe that building is going to come back. It's part of the storyline, but really strange that they took it all away. My guess is they're using this as like, we're also going to offer a non building mode as part of the standard Mm -hmm. like lobby. You know what I mean? We're going to force everyone to be accustomed to it. And then in two weeks, we're going to turn it back on for the rest of the season. You know what I mean? Because there's no way they're going the full season, right? Like a season's like what? Like two months? Oh, more than two months. I I think the last change was November, December. So so they can't keep this the full season or people will just walk. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's super weird. Really, really strange. I like it. I mean, it is very apex. Uh, I I do believe that Fortnite plays well for what it is and kind of a perfected model in a way, but uh, yeah, we'll see what comes in the, in the next few days or weeks. Uh, But that's really been hitting my TV lately. I mean, it's gotta be almost like an AB test at some point because they want to see how many people that they get joined in. Like, 
old dude like me who's like, I don't want to do the building part and the shooting part. I just want to be able to shoot. This is like the first thing, the first time that I've been like, oh, maybe I'll try Fortnite for a while. Yeah. So how many of those people come in? But at the same time, like you said, you can't just put building back in because those people are just going to be like, what the hell? Yeah. (laughs) Be out. Yeah, it feels feels like a live beta for a new game mode. Yeah. For the first time, I felt like, like the playing field was leveled where you don't have to be a good builder to Mm -hmm. succeed, which typically that's how that game runs. You kill a building, you're going to get first place. And this is, you can sit way back and just pick people off. They have this heat sensitive scope where you can, like the people are white, like an IR um, scope. And so you can sit way off and just be picking at people and dropping shields and, so that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I'd be curious to see if it's going to stick around and how long it's going to. I'm pretty sure it's going to come back or go back to normal at some point. Yeah, but it has to. Has to. Right? It's time for you guys to download it and play a couple matches. I mean, I still have it installed on stuff. I just. I'm okay. I'm. I'm all right. (laughs) I'm actually, yeah, like I'm, I'm kind of thinking about it now because that was, uh, that was the, basically the only roadblock is the building stuff. Gotten through without building much. I'll, I'll build a wall for protection. That's it. I'm not building these towers. I've done okay. I'm not winning match after match, but I'm definitely like a top 10 every time. Humble brag. Yeah, I mean, kind of a big deal. Yeah. You know what else is kind of a big deal? Um, I, yep. I have no idea. You had it. I have no idea. Oh, Gran Turismo 7. I thought you were going to segue into it. Oh, no way, man. No <laughs> idea. That was not even, <laughs> that wasn't even close on that. There's some problems with it, I guess. Yeah, they uh, kind of royally fucked up that game, it sounds like. Um, and that's, it's weird because that would be a game that I was totally in. I would be, if I had a PS5, I would probably be picking up that game. But the way they make that sound out like a grind in the first place and how awful it is to get cars that you want, especially compared to like Forza Horizon, who just gives you 50 cars like every minute. This seems really bad. And then on top of that, you know, when they go on maintenance mode for two days or whatever it was, yeah, it's you can't even play. You can't even play single player. You can't even play the game. Yeah, offline. You can't play a single player game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, you know, everybody was, you know, when the PS4 was out, oh, I just want to be able to play my disc, play my game. And here it is, PlayStation being the ones. No, you can't play your game because it just can't hit our server right now. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i one of those people that's like kind of guilty of like after the PlayStation 2. Like I know there's been milestone Gran Turismo games, but like they just didn't even like bubble up on my radar. So 
<clears throat> I understand why this one is like getting so much hate. Cause like, what else are you going to do on the PS five right now? Right? Like this was the flagship game of the first half of this year, theoretically. And <clears throat> this is what they dropped on people. Like that's, mm-hmm. it's not good. Like you have so few exclusives. Like you have to nail them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it, it, just the whole structure was pretty bad to begin with. It sounds like as far as getting cars and the money. And I think a lot of it is like tied to pushing you to buy real, you know, in-game currency to for these fake cars. And right. there was some quote that said, like, we want our cars in the in the game to reflect the actual monetary value of cars in real life and it's like oh my gosh that's did you forget what video games are all about yeah that's disgusting yeah it's a bummer like i know a lot of people are like really pumped about that one and just i mean it's kind of the second playstation 5 exclusive to fall flat on its face i know horizon has its supporters but well, you don't hear about it that at all anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, in theory, on paper, PlayStation 5 had the killer first quarter, right? And I don't know. It like, killed them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> killed somebody's bottom line because uh, <laughs> shit. I still hear more about like TMNT coming to mm. the collection coming to Switch than I do about Horizon... And GTA seven and like, maybe, maybe I'm crazy, but I I don't think their whole like home run exclusives model is going to carry PlayStation this generation. It just doesn't seem like it's there. Yeah. Well, it's just getting, everything's just getting longer in the tooth. Even horizon being only the second one out. Yeah. That, I mean, that, model has been in far cry it's been in assassin's creed like all that stuff for forever so yeah yeah that's true and we're you know you know you look at things like hey grand theft auto 5 next gen just dropped it's like (laughs) hey let's celebrate the 18th time this game's been ported in the last yeah it's already been next gen at one point (laughs) right i already like i could buy the next gen gen version at this point that's redonkulous (laughs) So, like, great, there's ray tracing and better lighting, but I don't know, man. I PlayStation's going to struggle. Like, if if this is how their first-party exclusives handle, and then we know that ultimately they want to port them to PC in a couple of years, well, what is PlayStation offering? Like, I don't even know anymore. Like, I was the biggest fan of 4. 4 is, like, a top three console for me, and I have no interest in a five and I hated the Xbox one, but Xbox game pass is like, I don't know. Like it's well, in this, so let's segue into another, another topic I brought. I got a text from a buddy, our buddy Danton, um, friend of the podcast, sent me a link. He knows I've been looking for an Xbox series X. I bought it immediately. It was a uh, up for sale on X or on Walmart. I ordered it. Um, they, uh, have since that was last week, a few days ago. And then this week they've been back in stock and they had open orders for it. I mean, they're not immediate, right? Like 
they're not shipping next day, but they had open orders at least 24 hours uh, this week uh, hmm. for the Series X. So that thing is becoming easier to just grab online and get your order in. Xbox Game Pass is like more and more tempting with everything that's available. So, you know, and I always said I wasn't going to do it because like I got the PC thing, right? Like I can do the Game Pass. I got the one and blah, blah, blah. And I like the PC Game Pass stuff. But the reality is, is like. Xbox Live, the friends, the chat, all that stuff is not as intuitive. If it was as intuitive as it is on the consoles to merge between console and PC, it'd be a different story. It is Mm -hmm. just a little janky, a little too janky to not say, hey, I'll pay 500 bucks and just have this be super smooth. Right. Right. Sure. A PC could maybe theoretically do these things better graphically, but for the convenience. You just got to do it, you know? And um, so that's why I kind of pulled the trigger and I didn't think I would. I didn't think I'd be excited about it, but I am. Um, you were so sad on. I mean, if we played back podcasts from. Oh, yeah. Not even a year Christmas ago. season. You're like S just get an S. That's all yeah. I need. You're all good. Yeah. And then and I've been I trying listen. to explain to you why. I did. No, I didn't. Uh, no, I stink no, and listen. And I buy mouth. the S. No, uh, he's let, me, let me talk. You've talked for the last Fine. 20 minutes. I, it's a you smear told me campaign. To, this is a smear campaign right here, everybody. You this told me to buy me an S. I never said and that. And so you're like, you'll be happy with the S. That's all you need. And I was Not convinced because I'm easily convinced by you when it comes to video game stuff. I, I buy stuff him, because you always you send me S. stuff. And so I bought an S for my son for Christmas. Which I didn't tell you to do. Uh, you were very specific. You were like, no, buy this for your son for Christmas. <laughs> I'm just <weird>. joking. <laughs> Spear campaign. You want it? I'm giving it to you. Um, yeah. So I picked it up. Like I said on the podcast, it's cool. I don't notice a difference. Like I'm staring at the screen, looking at my son. Like I feel like I just bought the same exact thing. And so Mr. Ryan here has been Mm. sending me now two links and he's like, pick this up, pick this up. I'm like, it's 500 bucks for the same exact thing that I Mm. have just has a different letter behind it. I have a hard time pulling the trigger on that. And you know, I typically pull the trigger when Ryan's like, buy this. And I say, okay, I pretty much just let him play with my wallet whenever he wants that two set of dildo that we put to good use. You clicked on that so fast. <laughs> yeah. Messed up my Google <laughs> algorithm. Now <laughs> messed up more than that. Messed up my digestive tract. That's my gosh. <laughs> so then after Biff put this in the sub, cause I saw he put it as a subject. So I was like, I want him to understand. Cause we'll talk about this in the podcast. I looked up the numbers, right. To kind of give him a baseline. So if you look at processing speed, the Xbox Series X has 12 teraflops processing power. Well, it's a X- teraflop. Do we even know what that is? That sounds fake. It's a girl and she flops around 12 times. Her name's uh, Tara. Yeah, she's about eight years old. She's got a lot of energy. Uh, so on the Series S, she's only got four teraflops. So it's one quarter, which that isn't all that there's to be said, right? But when you look at true gaming resolution uh, and the Xbox Series X is the only one to have hit this. Uh, in the Xbox line, it, it does a true 4K, right? The Series S does 1440p. It will upscale to 4K. One one notable feature that you're missing, though, is that optical drive. 
So you're not getting ultra HD Blu-ray movies in 4K. So if we we then say, okay, well, ask, there's, the, there's that. Let's go back. Ask me the last time I watched a Blu-ray. <laughs> RV is available in 4K HD. You don't DVD. even own a Blu-ray. All right. I don't own one Blu-ray. He's got a double-ended dildo. It doesn't have a Blu-ray. It's just amazing, folks. <laughs> uh, so then let's... The next screenshot I sent him was the Xbox Series S versus the Xbox One. So if we look at processors, it's got... The, the Series S has an 8X core, 3.6 gigahertz custom CPU. That's good. Does a lot. Uh, the Xbox One X has an 8X core, 2.3 gigahertz custom CPU. Then we get to graphics. Um, series S only has four teraflops. The series or the Xbox one X. So this is la- best of last gen has six teraflops memory. It's only got 10 gigabytes of DDR six on the series S where the Xbox one has 12 gigabytes of DDR five. Um, and then again, the optical drive is the main difference. So essentially you're getting, a better processor with lesser hardware specs minus the drive. So I, I kind of equated it and I, I sent this to, to Biff was like, essentially in theory, your current gen console is less powerful than the best of last gen's console, which there's some give and take to that, but right. it explains why you're not seeing this like slap me over the head improvement. Um, the other reason you're not saying seeing that is because sadly we're two years into a console cycle and nobody has put full effort into a next gen exclusive version of a game yet, which right. you can normally we'd, we'd, we'd say a year, right? Like nine months at least. Then you'd get like, we should have had the killer app last November. Neither console has provided it between the five or the series nobody's done it because nobody's wanted to commit because they realize you don't throw all your chips in that basket when what 80% of your player base is still playing on your previous version of hardware. I mean, how do you justify the the development cost, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had the X for almost a year now, I think. And really, I mean, the only thing that's come close to, actually looking like okay this is a new thing this is this is on a new level was that matrix demo sure and that's basically a tech demo i've heard horizon place, so. five is pretty close too right like that's kind of the jaw yeah. dropper it's pretty good but i'm sure that's pretty good on the old sure on the s too but yeah i don't know and then on top of that if you're if you're getting the x then you got to make sure that you have a tv that is going to 4k ready hdr yeah well yeah and present the series x in a way that you're like oh my gosh i don't know if i have that tv i mean i have a 4k tv but that doesn't mean it's like premium to sure you know so to me is am i gonna buy am i gonna notice a difference thank you is it gonna be that big a deal for me i think if your tv is 4k hdr ready and you bought an X, I think you would notice a jump slightly now. I think in a year you're going to be like, okay, yeah. Like when, when it, I'm theorizing in a year from now, you're going to get that first game. That's like, holy shit, this, this would function like 10 frames a second on the, on the series S, you know what I mean? 
So I mean, at some point they have to drop it, right? They do. They're, they're, they're going to probably come up with an either a new one or just commit wholly to the X. Yeah. I just feel like they have to, at some point be like, oh, this just, yeah. this is not an S game anymore. They'll trans transition to like the SE, which is like upscaled. S goes away. Yeah. Compatible. I think you should buy it, man. Like I think 500 bucks for something <sighs> that I already have in a way. Yes. It's not exactly the same, but to throw $500 at, another xbox but i've been where, to gaming conventions with you where you spend two hundred dollars on a 30 year old nintendo game that you just want as wall candy i'm talking about 500 dollars for your daily driver like this to me like of all people knowing you and knowing your purchase history you are the guy that should be like i got three of them already bro like what do you well, i got them in every room every tv every tv <laughs> oh runs my off gosh. that my like it's so funny history. that you're putting your foot down on this. You're like, no, I have the shittier version and I'm sticking with it. Cause you're like one upper man. You're like, no, you got that. That's nice. Mine comes like shrink wrapped in the original box. Not even a crease in the manual. I think somebody maybe farted on it once, but I brushed it away. It went like this. It, f- it flew away from the thing. And on this one, you're just like, no, nah, I don't need it. It just actually one one thing that does come to mind, and maybe this is subconsciously that I do it. I don't think I do this, but uh, Famicom, you bought a sweet Famicom, yeah, one upper, hundred percent. I bought it in a box, and you were like, you were legitimately angry at this. Well, like, what do you do doing? this? I tried to get you to buy one for thirty bucks, a loose Famicom, and you're like, no, nah, I don't want that. And then at the end of the show, you're like. Yeah, I went back about the one sealed in the box. 120. I'm like, dude, I'm like, you got to one up every time, don't you? And you're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But you do know what I'm talking about. I Andy just glanced it. over and I was like, Andy sees yeah, I it. kind of remember he knows what I'm talking that. about. That was, that was pretty good. Yeah. And then you, Biff plays all oblivious. Like, I have no idea. What are you talking about? <laughs> one upping. I don't do these things. Don't. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's good. Stuff. I think you need it. I think you need to get out of your like weird denial hole that you're in and just buy the thing you need for yourself. Like I said, your kid has a Series S. You're a man. Get a Series X. Yeah, identify as a man. That is correct. <laughs> and I suggest you get the Series X to lock that decision in and keep it. Otherwise, that, I'm changing your pronouns manhood. to meh. And I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay now. Since we're on the subject, uh-huh. now the next step, how do I convince my wife that I need, she's not going to understand this. So if I go to her and say, listen, you act like, you act like your wife's I, questioning you. She's not questioning you. No, but I told her, I do talk about these things. Not okay. that she really cares, but I was like, yeah, Ryan's really wanting me to pick this up. Yeah. And so I'm looking at it and she's like, you don't need it. You already have one. And you so don't. in her mind, they're the same thing. So how do I convince my wife that I need this? What, what's what you, my line? Here's what you do. You don't even need a line. You just buy it. And then you're going to come into bed. Once you've gotten box in hand, you're going to throw that Xbox series X on the bed. And then you're just going to throw your nutsack right on top of it and just look her dead in the eye and say, daddy, like. Daddy gets what daddy like, and she'll understand. Oh man, it's go time. 
And then you're going to have 12 teraflops of a hard on to convince you her that this you're, beats out the four teraflops you had before. You're getting 12 teraflops tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. That's, uh, that's I a think spicy you, you're, meatball. You're part of this club though, where we have enough of this crap in our basement that you can buy this thing, put it in there and she's not going to notice Ever. That's true. But or my basement if she does has been, within months. Yeah, it's, it's been getting less and less and less. So yeah. I have more stuff in boxes and I don't even look like a gamer right now. Yeah. I just look like a eh. Yeah. Neither does the Xbox though, so you're good on that. It's exactly. like a, <laughs> it's just a networking device. <laughs> yep. You just set it next to the entertainment center and convince her that it's that Xbox fridge that they've been selling and it's not actually a new console. You're like, no, it was 90 bucks. It keeps my sodas cold. My LaCroix. It's an air freshener. Gosh. Yeah. It's the new 4k air freshener. (laughs) You just got to go for it. It's going to work out. Trust me. She's not, she's not going to care. It's fine. That is, I I would say that is the benefit of collecting and collecting heavy where Something new in the collection, nobody has a night. Like, okay. Yeah. You look like you've always had that. No big deal. <laughs> it's funny you talk about, like, I've been getting less and less because, like, I pulled a bunch of stuff out you know, in the last few months, too. And, like, I was out. So it's been, like, unseasonably warm around our area. I think we can all agree. So, like, it was nice and dry last weekend. So I got my garage all cleaned out, all the mud, all the snow, all the crap. And then I, set up the old garage arcade and we hung out there and played games and played my arcade one-ups. And then I looked up on my shelf and it was like all the shit I pulled out of my game room like a year ago or nine months ago. Now it's still up in tow. It's the stuff I haven't sold and it's sitting up there. And I was like, yeah, this is kind of great. Like I forgot I had any of that stuff and I miss none of it. Like, let's just keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, it doesn't matter. I mean, I still love all, I mean, I love all the games. I love all the history. I just having it on the walls of my basement seems increasingly stupid. Yeah. It's just me. Uh, Speaking of stupid, can I share something with you guys? I feel like, I feel like it's always, it's either Andy and I in a battle for our lives in some type of trivia Mm-hmm. or it's Ryan and I battling it out. And I never get to ask the questions. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point we said that I shouldn't do a, a trivia, but uh, I was reading an article and it's one of those articles that you're, why did I read this? You know, you've, you complete how many scrolls and you're like, why did I even read this? Uh, but I wanted to ask you guys, Video game movies. We've talked about them before, and uh, there's some good ones. There's some bad ones, uh, but there's a list that came out of the top 10 grossing uh, video game movies of all time. Sure. And so I wanted to see if you guys could get the top five. Well, Sonic the Hedgehog is number one. You say Sonic the Hedgehog is number one. You just you just jumped right into it. Yeah, doesn't crack the top five. No, it's it's number one. <laughs> I see what you did. 
and I just gave one away. Dang it. Um, no, so that didn't crack the top five. Sonic oh. did not. Hmm. I'm going to say Tomb Raider. Did not crap. crap did not crap <laughs> did the not top crap. five. So Tomb Raider, so you're talking recent Tomb Raider or well, uh, Angelina? 15 years um, ago, that's most Yeah, recent. the Angelina Jolie one. That did, that's not even on the list. Prince of really? Persia. Yeah. So Tomb Raider. Ooh. Tomb Raider 2018 is number 10 on the list. Oh. Okay. Uh, Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time, 2010, right? That's what you're thinking of? Yeah, there's only one. Okay, good. Well, that's number six. So you have not cracked the top five yet. I, there's not even any good movies that I can think of that would top. Like, I, I guess the original Mario Brothers was in the top five. Nope. No? There is nothing, nothing retro on this. I don't even know then because Angry Birds. I suppose the first Resident Evil movie. The Angry Birds movie, 2016. Fuck Angry Birds. Number four. What's, yes. What's Resident I'm Evil? <laughs> Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Any of them. Any of them. Doesn't mean <laughs> any all of them. them. Uh, let me let me double check here. Um, number eight is so a Resident Evil movie. You need to tell me movie. that the stupid, shitty Angry Birds movie did better than the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog was a great movie. Okay, Sonic the Hedgehog, number seven, and and maybe so we're just gonna go off of should we go off of worldwide numbers or domestic? You're running the international. What would you like? We're gonna go worldwide. worldwide. So worldwide, number seven, Sonic the Hedgehog, twenty twenty, was three hundred and nineteen million seven hundred and fifteen thousand six hundred eighty three dollars. Oh, I I I know one. If we're talking worldwide, Warcraft. Warcraft. Fuck that. 2016 that, ranked number one. Yeah. In Fuck that. The top that is like, 10. That is like, like the, oh, it's like broke ass Lord of the Rings for stupid people. It's like the number one grossing movie of all time in China or something like that. Fucking it's crazy. Terrible. Four hundred and thirty-nine million forty-eight thousand nine hundred fourteen dollars. That was number one. So wow. Andy's got number one and number what about four. Final Fantasy, whatever, something, something. Nope, not even on the list. Hmm. What about Biff sucks ass. That is on the list. <laughs> okay, so number two, number two on this list. I guess we're going backwards here. Uh, Twenty nineteen. Ryan talks about this movie often. Gotta catch them all. Just got. Oh, gotta catch I'm them all. The Pokemans. I'm sorry. Detective Pikachu, I suppose. Yeah. Yes. Pokemon. Detective Pikachu. 433,477,000. So that was number two. Number three, 2018. And it's not Sanic. Wayne, The Rock, Johnson. Rampage? Rampage 2018. Shut up. <laughs> Why? Yes. Number three, 428,000,000. I've still never seen 000. it. Okay, so number one, Warcraft, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, Rampage, The Angry Birds movie. Number five, 
was released in 2022. I don't even know how it made this list, but. Is that Sonic 2 then? I mean, that's not even out yet, so that can't be. What came out? What came out? Sony Pictures. Spider-Man. Guardians of the Galaxy. You're getting close. Ghostbusters. Spider, you said Spider-Man. That's getting getting warmer. Time to slip on your toms. Marvel, no, I'm getting confused. I'm thinking of video games, not movies. Um, I'm Holland. Oh, Uncharted. Uncharted. (laughs) Number five, 2022. Uh, So far, 337 million. And 5% um, on Metacritic. Good job, Tom yeah. Holland. And then it's followed with Prince of Persia, Sonic the Hedgehog, Resident Evil, the final chapter, 2016, Resident Evil Afterlife, 2010, and the last one, Tomb Raider, 2018. Hmm. Um, very interesting list because... Those are all terrible you guys movies. Know me. I have never seen any of these except for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. So Sonic the Hedgehog uh, is the best video game movie. I'd say Detective well. Pikachu hey. is close. Mortal Kombat's really good. I really oh, like that first Mortal sure, Kombat. Sure. I knew you're I knew that was gonna come up at some point. That that was just so long ago though, there's no way it would gross, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In comparison. Sonic 2 is gonna set records. Oh yeah, it's got knuckles in it. I think we're gonna continue to see Uncharted move up oh, on man. the list just because anything with Tom Holland right now is kind of he's a big a, deal. No, he's a terrible actor. You tell that to every twelve-year-old girl um, that screams every time he shows up on the TV, every and I have one of them. Girl, Tom Holland <laughs> sucks. Yeah. So, like, he hated baking that movie, apparently. And uh, so now that it's making that much money, I wonder how much, like, do they be like, you? he's just going to make a billion dollars making a second one? Mark Wahlberg's like, hey, Tom Holland, how's your mother? Let's make (laughs) it two. Yeah, that movie has been just destroyed, it seems like. So... Uh, not so natural, but kind of tied in segue. I also had a quiz for you guys this episode. Yes. Surprise double quiz, everybody. Wow. Listeners rejoice. I don't know what that was. It was Woo! kind of a cat I liked and a it. horn and it was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how it's supposed to sound, <laughs> but I tried. <laughs> the cat air horn. Cat air horn. This cat show is so cheap. We don't have our own sound effects anymore. Or no. we never did. We so. had a soundboard for a little bit, but it, it didn't last. Should br- we should bring it back. Hashtag bring back the soundboard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if so, it starts to trend, then we'll then we'll do it. Yeah. So I was thinking I need social to like, media machines. create an old timey like radio announcer robot voice thing for trivia's, but that that's for another time. Well, my, you did for movie time. My blue yeti. My blue yeti software was not detecting my mouse today or my mic today, so I was like, "Well, uh, there's oh. that." So, um, quiz for you guys. We're gonna do t- first to three. You're each gonna oh, get a guess. 
Um, we'll start with Biff because I think he has the least chances of getting this first. We're, we're going to the first two <laughs> names. Just throw me under the bus. The first to name three back and forth. Will you each get a turn of the games that are the best video games of all time, according to Metacritic? Oh, gosh. According to Metacritic. So, Biff, your first pick. Uh, Minecraft. That uh, that is incorrect for this list, sir. That is not. That is not a, every list that we've always done. It's been top five. Yeah, this is Metacritic though. Metacritic's weird, Andy. Yeah. Ocarina of Time. Oh yes, that is number one on this list at a ninety-nine. Even though it appears on the worst console of all time, one point for Andy. <laughs> Biff. Red Dead Redemption 2. That is on this list. And it got a Metacritic score of 97. Yeah, yeah. One to one. Andy. Hmm. Well, with the crazy reviews that came out, I'm guessing Elden Ring is maybe up there. Ooh, that's a good guess. It um is not. Okay. Not on this list. Metacritic, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Two points. Two points for Biff. So Breath of the Wild. Andrew, I'm killing you. At a 97 also. Andy. Think of those key I've looked franchises. At this list, uh, like I've looked at this list a long time ago and I'm trying to remember what was on there. Think of the simplest minded gamers out there. What would you pick? Hmm. This is for the masses. Is this one of those deals where it's like Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2? Oh, he just hit it with number two on the list. 98. So it's two to two. That's amazing. Is, is it the Game Boy one, though? No, nope, this, this, this is. Well, it doesn't say. It just says Tony Hawk Pro okay. Skater 2. But yes, the Dreamcast edition holds a 97. So it is the PlayStation version that holds a 98. Um, Biff, shoot! You need three. I think I'm I'm going a little complicated. Okay. Uh, Final Fantasy Seven. Oh no, that one has fallen from grace. That is not. Not is that on the this right list. number? Right, Seven Roman was the numeral? one that everybody liked. Yeah. Dang it! Um, so, Andy, can you clench it? He can clench. Believe me. Trying to pick a GTA. It's got to be one of them. Or multiple. Could be multiple. There's a lot of those. Or none. I, f- I feel like when four came out, everybody gave that like perfect tens. I hate to admit it, but you did just get your third hit. Uh, four got a what? 98. And I will argue that four is the worst mm-hmm. 3D Grand Theft Auto game. I'm not going to end it, though. Biff, you have a chance to go to a tiebreaker in the bonus um, round. Can you hit there a third? Hasn't been a, there hasn't been a Mario game that we talked about. Switch is hot. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Odyssey. No? Comes in with the last gasp. 97! It's on the list. Ooh. So, lightning round. Well, now nah, we won't do lighting around. I'll go to Andy. If Andy gets one, then we'll continue on. 
Okay, well, I'll stay with Mario. Okay. Um, Galaxy 2. <laughs> 97 on the no list. No way. Really? Yep. That sucks. <laughs> it's a great game. Biff, if you can get one, we'll keep it going. How many are on this list? Uh, I think just like, how many do we got? Hold on. Does it? Did you say which one was number one to? Scrolling. This is in my favor. 17, 17 games on this list. Um, I did, did touch on who had number one, and that was uh, Ocarina of Time. And then two was um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. And three short was term Grand memory. Theft Auto 4. Grand Theft, oh. Grand Theft Auto? Grand Theft Auto. Potato? So, potato. And Andy just oh, tied it up with man. Super Mario Galaxy 2. Oh, GTA 5. Nobody. I'm going to go with that 97. one. 97. Ooh. On the yes. list. Double overtime. How far does Metacritic go back? Does it go all the way back to like NES days? They do go retro, but Metacritic focuses mo- mostly on the 3D era of the last 20 years. Okay. It just for, helps for me. For greatest scores. Andy? Hmm. How about uh, Galaxy 1? 97, Super Mario Galaxy 1. This is rigged. Now think about it. It's the Wii. It's a Mario. They're both Mario games in the Wii. One of the greatest selling consoles of all time. Makes sense. I'm running out of games here. There's one on here that blows my mind. I'll share with you guys after we're done. Say... Smash Bros. Ultimate. And with that, he loses. No. He loses. Congrats, Andy. So, according to Metacritic, on this list, number one, Ocarina of Time. Two, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Three, Grand Theft Auto 4. Four, surprising, but can't argue, Soul Calibur, 98. No. Galaxy 1, then Galaxy 2, Red Dead Redemption 2, Grand Theft Auto 5, Out of Nowhere, Disco Elysium, the final cut, get a 97. Then it's Breath of the Wild, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3, Perfect Dark, can't argue with this one, Metroid Prime, Grand Theft Auto 3, Shoot, Mario Odyssey, Combat Evolved, Halo Combat Evolved, and then also can't argue with this one, but it's surprising. NFL 2K1. Huh. Ash was not on there. No. At all. But you got to think what Metacritic plays up to. Metacritic is like people going out and voting, editors going out and vote. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's the best of the general population, right? There's not a lot of fringe stuff other than Disco Elysium for some reason, which I don't understand, but. Yeah, I thought it was kind of fun. It, it surprised me. 
Yeah, I suck. No, you did really well, actually. Hey, if we could get, uh, <clears throat> yeah, if we could go back to '90s trivia, bring it back. I will slay that. <laughs> yeah. I could have sat here all day and never came up with Soul Calibur, which is no, oh. I would have never thought of that. Which is funny because, huh. like, I still play that game. I'm like, holy shit, this looks amazing! <laughs> like, it, it's just as mind blowing almost now as it was when I was like a junior in high school. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. How do they? How did they future proof it that well? It's so good. They overdesigned the shit out of it. That's for sure. Mm. Been a long time since I played Soul Calibur. I don't remember it well. It's a lot of fun. Uh, speaking of something I don't remember well, because it hurts my head, but I liked it. Uh, this game has been on for a while, but it was in that Ukraine bundle on HIO. I started playing Baba is You. Oh, that's in that? Oh my oh. gosh, is that good. And weird and hard. So, like, it's a puzzle, like, stage by stage game. And it's got rules written into it, right? Like it's basically a visualization of coding to some extent. Mm-hmm. So like you get dropped into the world and you're this sheep named Baba. And then there's like words on the screen that you can push around and it'll be like, Baba is you, you're Baba, you're the sheep. And then it's like flag is win. So, you know, you need to get to the flag, but then it's like the first level, for example, those are the two rules. And the third rule is wall is stop and you're, you're boxed into a wall, right? So then you have to figure out, like, what are you going to do here, right, to get out of this thing? And then you do what you need to do. You just, like, rearrange the – because the, the phrases are all broken into three interchangeable parts, right? Obviously, if you move Baba – like, if you removed you from Baba is, it ends. You lost because you, you're nothing, right? But, like, if you can rearrange it to say, like, Baba is flag, well, flag is win. So you are win. You beat the level. You go on to the next thing. And it just gets like increasingly weird like that, where you've got levels that are like covered in lava and it'll be like rock is move. And then lava is death. And you have to like rearrange the words to like make it, it gets super, I'm explaining it poorly, but I don't know that you can explain it well. And it gets really complicated very fast. And it's awesome. Like it's such a, it sounds immensely confusing. It's such a satisfying game though. When you hit like some of those really trippy ones, like, there was one, I can't remember how far in, like it's early on where I had to like turn myself into the wall and then you realize you're, you're moving the whole map. But as long as you move <laughs> the map to touch the flag, you win because you're now the wall, right? Like it's just <laughs> weird. Uh, really cool game. It's on everything. So if, if you have like a uh, passing interest in puzzles and like trippy games, I think it's on like switch, all the consoles, PC. Um, yeah. I'm glad I, Grab that bundle because that's a game I've been wanting anyway, and for the price, of course. Yeah, that's one I've been definitely after too. I just assumed at some point it would have made its way to Game Pass, but right or in one of those you know free deals on Epic or something like that. But yeah, yes, yeah, that game seems really cool. It's really cool. And actually, speaking of Game Pass, I, I forgot I'd even played this game. But um, Biff and I have been working through Generation Zero, and we were going to play one night. And then he's like, uh, sorry, we're not as good of friends as you think. I have other things that are better and more important to do. So I can't play with you. And then you know, after, saving lives. Yeah. After I, after I got done crying, I dusted myself off and I was like, well, I already have my Xbox on and I'm sitting here with my pants off. So I might as well play a game. And then I decided to, play. 
none of this is true except that like he got busy and we weren't going to jump into the game, which is fine. And I wasn't upset about it, um, but I was, like, was. Well, but I'm already here and guardians of the galaxy is on here. So it worked out as like a happy like circumstance that I got to boot that game up and that's a really good game. I mean, the gameplay is kind of boring, not really well thought out and repetitive, but the story, the visuals and the voice acting is all super good. Um, if you're a fan of like the guardians movies or the Marvel movies, or you just really like a good over the shoulder third person action game, that's just kind of like a straight narrative. Um, that's a good time. Play that game. Like it's, it's great. Yeah. I probably got about an hour in and I haven't gotten back to it, but yeah, that, that opening bit where you're like in the, in the teenage version of himself <laughs> yeah, in his room, in the room. That's, that's super oh, cool. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. The mom's a little uncanny Valley. Like I didn't like, I didn't like her <laughs> facial expressions, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, and the, it's funny. Cause like the gameplay kind of reminds me of dragon quest inquisition or dragon age inquisition, where it's like, well, we're going to do this over the shoulder third party game, but also there's tactical elements. And it's like, yeah, these all work. None of them are fun to execute, but like it, it's serviceable. So like, I can't be that mad at it. Um, so I basically like right after, getting into it a little bit i threw into easy mode i'm like no nah, i'm just here for the story like yeah you know and that's more than enjoyable so that's kind of what i was worried about like if the if the battles really ramp up right and you're just spending your time just firing off different actions and yeah. like which actions which characters mesh well with the other ones i that's something i'm not all that interested in doing right but. yeah yeah, because none of them seem that significant from early on. It's just kind of like, plus also I hate the, uh, I'm not, okay, so, and this is probably on me for being a person who doesn't play like Mass Effects and things like that, but like when there's a cutscene, I am accustomed to just setting my controller down and not paying attention. So like early on, there's like choices you have to make. And like I got to the sec, like the in-between section between the first level and the second level. And it's like, oh, do you hide like all these weapons upgrades for your ship or do you hide this like space llama? And I'm not paying attention and I completely miss it. And it's like, you hid none. I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, well, let me reload. I'll go back to the last save point. And then it auto saved and completely screwed me. So I'm like, well, I guess none is what I'm going forward with. But that's pretty good. Yeah. It probably doesn't matter in the long run, though. Uh, that's kind of what I figured, you know. right? Like the narrative's not going to alter that much. So yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend checking check it out. out. Yeah. If you have Game Pass, do it. I, I really, I mean, I like those movies anyway. Um, and the voice acting and all that and the character interaction is funny and good and visuals are really nice. And with X cloud, it's like, I didn't even have to install it. I just jumped right in and mm -hmm. totally fine. I can't remember what game I just downloaded yesterday on game pass. It came across as a, um, a Diablo type game, uh, with robots. And I, Going through the list, seeing if I can't find it, but I just watched the the demo and I was like, kind of, kind of Diablo esque. Although, no game that I've ever played that claims to be like Diablo plays well, uh, but this is one that looked pretty pretty interesting. Where you craft a base, and then your base gets rushed, and then you're yeah fighting all like 
hordes of enemies at once and then if you clear stage so kind of diablo kind of like Base building i don't know what is it defense? gen z stuff yeah mm. so i wish i could find the stupid name of it but it'll come to me at some point I did download Tunic. I haven't gotten into it, but that uh, game looks pretty cool. But on my list too. I heard every, every, at first everybody was like talking, ah, it's it's a Zelda clone. And then now uh, this week after people have been playing it, I heard it's like, actually it's a lot closer to Fez, but it looks like Zelda. You know, so. Oh, I love that's, that's good to hear. Cause I love Fez. Yeah. Right. That was, if you, if you're going to pick two games to ape, like those have both been critically, yeah. you know, like Zelda games and Fez for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's that, on my short list too. I was I actually wanted to jump into that with my son because I figured he'd get a kick out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just uh, rolled past our 110 on uh, the Stardew <laughs> Valley, Valley farm. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, so, but we're definitely. I think at least I am. I'm getting t- t- toward the end where, the, like, I don't really have much for goals, and it's like, what am I doing? What should I work on? So I think we're seeing the end of the tunnel on that one, but we'll see. What's the next game then? Oh, I don't know. There was a game that recently came out. It's called Core Keeper. That's on Steam. It's an early access game, but it's kind of like more of a digging style game where you're stuck in mines and stuff like that. So you're, it's more like probably like a Terraria, but still like that isometric layout. Sure. So that might be. She talked about starting over and doing the opposite storyline in Stardew, and I'm not. I'm going to check out on that. That's not something I want to do. So, I mean, after a hundred and some hours, I could see that. Yeah, I think I know what the game's about. Yeah, hearing the alternate storyline is going to change what you're doing throughout the whole thing. That's for sure. Yep. You've been playing Cruise and Blast too. Yeah, so I bought this probably just like you at Black Friday, mm-hmm. let it sit, and then this last weekend I'm like, ah, oh, got a few time, you know, a few hours or whatever for the kids to play. Pop that in, and yeah, that's like the perfect game for a family because like even my two year old just has to press the button down, and he'll make it to the end. Level. Right. Yep. And it's pretty generous even with that, but. But you just to see like dinosaurs and cool stuff and tornadoes and a whole bunch of stuff that goes crazy on the track. So, uh, yeah, and it's it's got a lot of shortcuts like those old rush games and cruising games had. And yep. it's not incredibly deep, I would say, but kind you know, of to be expected, a, I suppose. Yeah. For a game that you're going to play maybe five hours or something and, you know, have a whole bunch of a whole range of kids involved. It's really good for that. Are there sprite-based girls in bikinis at the end of each level? Ah, no. I think they got rid of those. No. It's a bummer. It's the best part. Yeah. The song is pretty good. It's I don't know if it's better than the original, but... Yeah. People kind of forget these days, like, what a phenomenon. Cruising World and Cruising USA were... Mm-hmm. in the arcade and like what that meant for those to hit 64 even though yep. the 64 versions were but ugly it was <laughs> yeah. still like i got the cruising games because like what else did you have on 64 right so yeah 
Well, and that was like one of the few games that you knew that you could have. You felt like you won something because you, mm-hmm. if you won a race, then you could play the next race. Yeah. Where I think that the most common person could probably win that original race if they were really trying. So they were actually, you know, it felt like you were winning, but actually they're just giving, I mean, that's the standard amount of time on that machine probably. Yeah. That's the thing is like, that was the strategy, right? It's like, you know, you always play that first easy race because you knew you'd get the W then you'd pick up something else you could try and master, but never quite worked out. Like if you got, if you got to the third race, like you were really on something. Yeah. Yeah. Like the last great arcade racer, except, you know, like that and rush, like you said, those two were huge. Yeah. I get, I mean, crazy taxi kind of counts, but that's a little bit different. I feel like at that point though, like arcades were dead. So it's like most people experience crazy taxi on dreamcast or PlayStation two, and then maybe saw it in an arcade. But yeah, if you could find a crazy taxi arcade, I think we had one at the old pirates den. In, in Fargo here, so yeah, we had one at our local one. Yeah, there was also Just sc- the, screaming out "Offspring" all yes, day long. Yeah, I think we also had a Zombie Revenge arcade cabinet here, which was great. Hmm. Love that game. I was too busy playing Metal Slug, whatever, on the Neo Geo <laughs> cab, but it's just me. I played a lot of the Hydro Thunder because I liked the way that felt on my body. <laughs> <laughs> why can't That's you sub. stand up after losing the game andy no yeah. reason <laughs> it's not the haptic feedback and vibration mom <laughs> that's why the coin slots are always so sticky on that one. Oh yep. my gosh oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i forget that was a big game too Never want to return a quarter. Nah, just keep it. I'm not going to push the button. Uh, so speaking of that arcade, so I went to the old pizza ranch. So for people who aren't familiar, a pizza ranch is a mostly Midwest chain of like pizza places that turned into like pizza buffet places. because Nobody does that anymore. Which have now turned into fun yeah. zones. And then they're like, <laughs> hey, there's a global pandemic where people aren't going out and touching things. What should we do to increase our business? I know let's add a Chuck E. Cheese type room to all of our restaurants. And then some guys like that's a good investment in 2020 and they did it. Uh, and now the one here has that and it's a bunch Is of it good. No, it's not good. It's a bunch of ticket machines. It's bullshit. They had, uh, it's- they had the Jurassic park like gun game, the sit down one, which is fun. And they had the four player that everywhere though. Yeah, they had the four player TMNT like 3D game, the one that came out like a couple years ago, which is also fun. And everything else was like a ticket machine and bullshit and hmm. super disappointing. And there was like some VR machine with minions that I am not about to stick my face into after like a million. No way, kids. especially at a pizza place <laughs> with a whole bunch wow. of kids. Right. That's pink eye ready to go. Yeah. So that was super disappointing and exactly what I expected. So there's that. I call that place poop your pants for a reason and adding an arcade doesn't change that. <laughs> you can just do it with more fun. Yeah. Yeah. There's a letdown. Well, we blew through topics. 
Anything we missed? Anything anybody needs to add? Games played, movies watched? Arcades dominated? I, I finally watched the uh, Ghostbusters movie. The new one. The new one, yeah. And, it's all right. Yeah, it's the first one, yeah. right? With more funny. Mm-hmm. And a character named Podcast, because he makes podcasts. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. My uh, because it was the first. My kids have not seen the young or the older ones. Yeah. So this was their first Ghostbusters, and uh, I think it scared a couple of them. Like it probably, sure. you know, like your first Ghostbusters should do. Yeah. But, you know, my daughter loved it. So nice. I like it too. Like, I think they set out to do exactly what they wanted to do. And they hit on a lot of the same notes. Probably could have been 20 minutes shorter, but yeah, it was fine. If they never make another one again, that, well, but they are, cause they teased the sequel at the end of the first one. Or the uh, new I one. suppose at the firehouse there. Yeah. yeah. So funny story. Speaking of ghostbusters, we had seen that. And then I bought the, blu-ray bundle that came out where it was like all three movies so we decided we were going to go back and watch the original movies <laughs> we, we sat down and watched them last weekend stupid me and probably because i watched ghostbusters on syndication only ever and never rented it <laughs> totally I know exactly forgot to talk about didn't remember the ghost <laughs> blowjob if not in my kid my wife's looking at me i'm like honey like i I swear to God, I forgot that this is a thing. And my kids are like, what's happening? It's like, never mind, nothing. His pants are falling off. It's completely natural. I don't know why he likes it. <laughs> this is disturbing. Why that it has to be in that movie. I do not understand. Ugh. But then, yeah, having watched that minus the ghost blowjob and trying not to explain that to my children, you do really realize yeah, they just made that first movie again, mm-hmm. but with more funny. And then Ghostbusters 2, so we watched that two days after. I think we watched that Monday night this week. And um, I don't know why that's, like, so hated on, on Metacritic. It isn't, like, thematically and, like, tone-wise that much different than the first movie. Like, it's a little derivative, but, like, should it be... Hated? I don't know. It's fine. No, I think I think most of the hate is more that they took the ghost blowjobs out and made it more <laughs> kidified, you know? Sure, sure. Yeah. Nobody wants to see Rick Moranis trying to get it on. That's <laughs> more ghost blowjobs here, please. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a much better movie than I ever remembered it being. And the first one was a lot more disturbing in that department than I ever and again, I, I chalk it up to like, I don't know that I ever really saw it. I mean, I'm sure I did, but I definitely watched that on like syndication on like USA Network or something, you know? So like that definitely was not on my radar at all. Oh, sure. I think that was the one that I saw first. <laughs> With the blowjob scene? One. No, I the I saw the second one okay, second first. first. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's some weird plot holes in the second one that don't make sense. Like, why just bring slime on the Statue of Liberty allows them to control it completely with a advantage <laughs> joystick controller from the NES. That I mean, that they don't explain that, but I don't know if they need to. I mean, the first movie had a giant Stay Puft Marshmallow guy, so 
Yeah. I mean, you, well, you need turbo at least to do that. So. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You can just use a regular controller. Yeah. 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 If they had an NES Max, it would have been all over. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, so overall, your family enjoyed it. It was a hit. Yeah. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. They they did a little bit too much of the. I mean, you don't need to bring the Marshmallow Man just because. But that was like the best product. Okay, on a scale of one to ten, weird. how great was that plot product placement in Walmart? Like the Walmart, the Baskin <laughs> Robbins, the Jiffy Puff, all of it. So much product in such little time. It was like it was like a three minute commercial in the middle of your Hollywood blockbuster. I uh, I had like a five minute conversation with my wife about that too because it's like. Most of the time you make a script and you have settings and characters and speech and then you fit in the product placement. Yeah. But like this is just like, we're just going to put a hole here in this and we can just make it a Walmart. Yeah. So it, we can it sell. It's kind of like the production team is like, uh, boss, we're about 2 million over budget. Um, and we need to finish this film. Like you're not getting any more money. They're like some interns like, I got it. I know what we can do. And then they called Walmart and then they just like added this three minute segment to the movie. And, uh, it's like, it's hit you over the head, stupid, but it's also enjoyable at the same time. And then there is like, you know, speaking, there's not like the blowjob sequence, but there is like the awkward sequence of like those two, like definitely going at it. Paul Rudd and the mom. Oh yeah. And them talking about it later. And then the one podcast is like, you guys got a little humpy. It's like, that's kind of, kind of territory i didn't need to go over with my kids too but yeah it's good i liked it yep like i said i think 20 minutes shorter maybe take out the product placement and also isn't it weird too that like that movie takes place in a universe where the ghostbusters most definitely happened and was widely publicized and then it's not believed. I guess it's a lot like what happened in the last like presidency where it doesn't matter what historically happened. It's whatever people believe at the time that's on D. So I guess I can kind of see it, but like, it's weird, right? Like they're just kind of like, no, it didn't happen. Right. And it's, well, it's like they're uncovering it as if it, nobody's ever discovered yeah. that the ghostbusters were a thing. Ghostbusters. What are you talking about? <laughs> They saved New York. That certainly wasn't documented or is on YouTube videos that everyone can watch on YouTube. (laughs) That's weird. I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm actually kind of hoping they make another one and the kids are the stars and all that stuff. We'll see. Maybe I don't, maybe Rick Moranis can come back. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know if all of them are going to come back again. Right. Uh, Rick might, because I heard he's coming out of retirement finally. So mm. there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with that, is it is it a podcast? Does Biff need to take us out? Take you out. I'll even pay for it. Mm. I have no idea what that even means, but I. But I said it. Well, that's you took so, me out and paid for it the other week. So, and yeah, sushi, mm-hmm. delicious. Yep. And then you cheated on me and took my took wife. Your wife. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a real bastard. <laughs> uh, so.
So if you guys have any hate mail you'd like to send to Ryan, uh, you can. <laughs> just me? What? <laughs> or anybody? Do Doesn't have to be just me. No, just specifically. Okay. Yeah. Uh, rental podcast at gmail dot com. Send us a list of maybe your top ten video game movies. Are we close? Are we not close? Uh, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media on Twitter. Facebook, all of those places you can find weekend rental or all things weekend rental at weekendpodcast.com. As always, friends, be kind. Rewind. Awkward. Baba's Biff. Nana's.